This is the Heartland Daily Podcast. All right. Welcome to a special segment of Justin and Donald Save America. So this is just going to be kind of an update on the Great Reset book, which just released about a week and a half ago, and how it's already creating some pretty big ripples in uh, the world of public policy. So I want to get into that. But real quickly, I just want to say that uh, if you want to help our show to grow, help get this message out there. There are very simple things that you can do that cost absolutely nothing. All you have to do is hit the like button, leave a comment, share this content, be a subscriber to our channel, all things that cost absolutely nothing but help break through those big tech algorithms that prevent content like this from reaching more eyes. Uh, So Justin, I don't think we have to really go over how successful the book has been doing, but it has been. Uh, It's been number one on Amazon for a while now. Um, Selling a whole lot of copies, but more importantly, you know, getting this information out there, uh, getting, you know, your uh, just viewers of this show to kind of understand this concept of the Great Reset and be able to talk about it with friends and family. Very invaluable. But like beyond just getting a book out there, actually creating change in the world and attempting to derail this massive plan, which is the Great Reset. That's obviously the, the larger goal here. And we might have gotten first, uh, you know, the first instance of this potentially happening. Justin, you want to fill us in here? Right. So um, if you're not super familiar with the details of the Great Reset uh, or at least even really a basic overview of the Great Reset, then go watch one of the videos that we've made on the Great Reset. We've done a bunch of videos and podcasts about that on this channel, the Justin and Donald channel. You can also go over to Stopping Socialism TV on YouTube, and you can watch um, episodes of that where we talk about the Great Reset. Otherwise, the bill that we're going to talk about here isn't going to make a whole lot of sense. But the basic idea here is one of the key parts of the Great Reset. Great Reset, global movement to transform capitalism consolidate power and wealth in the hands of elites, especially elites in corporations, banks, central banks, and government and other financial institutions, investment houses, that sort of thing. Um, And one of the main ways that they're going to do this, the sort of control panel for altering society and manipulating society as they go is something called ESG, Environmental, Social, and Governance Standards. This is basically a social credit system for businesses. They have a whole bunch of metrics, dozens and dozens of metrics. The vast majority of major companies in Europe and America already uh, use ESG scores. And these metrics fall into those three categories, environmental, social, and governance. And, And basically what they do collectively as a group is they provide a framework for evaluating businesses to determine how in line they are with the desires of the elites. Uh, so one of the things they might look at is, uh, are you doing enough to fight climate change? Um, what is the racial demographic of your, uh, workforce? What is the gender demographic of your workforce? What is the gender demographic of your management board of directors? How much plastic are you using? How big are your facilities? Where are you buying your products in the supply chain? The list goes on and on and on. Now, I'm not saying all of these things are bad or good or whatever, but the point is the system is designed so that you can control businesses, all right? 
And ESG is the mechanism for doing that. Now, to understand how that works and exactly who's funding it and why corporations are going along with it, you're going to have to watch the other videos we've done or buy the book, The Great Reset, Joe Biden and the Rise of 21st Century Fascism by uh, Glenn Beck and Justin Haskins and contributor named Donnie Kendall. Um, so <laughs> I think that that is... I think that that's that to get the details of it, you need to know that, but that's sort of a basic framework, right? Yeah. So, um, how do we stop this? Now there's a whole bunch of ways that we could stop this. We'll do, we'll do a whole video about stopping the great reset. We've done some stuff on that before. We'll do something like that in the future. But, um, one of the main things we can do to stop this is to get States, uh, especially States. You can't really do this at the local level. It's gotta be at the state level to pass laws that make this kind of discrimination against certain kinds of businesses and individuals, because there are ESG scores for individual investment accounts. And that can be used against people in the future as a sort of a personal individual social credit scoring system at some point um, where you will be punished or rewarded based on who you've invested in. Um, I think that 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 is coming. And in China, they already have a social credit system that applies to individuals and corporations. Um, which is really, really interesting. It's even to the point in China where you can get a knock on your individual social credit score for working for a company that has a very poor social credit score for that company. Um, so it's it's crazy what can happen with this stuff. So at the state level, you can actually, in America, you can actually have state laws that make this sort of thing illegal. Um, now, there are some you know issues that you run into where some uh, banks and financial institutions, certain things they do fall under federal jurisdiction versus state jurisdiction. But there is, um, there is something that can be done at the state level that makes this impossible, right? Or very difficult to do. So generally speaking across the board, we like, we support legislation that will make uh, it very difficult for the Great Reset to happen. And that's one of the things that we can, uh, one of the things we're hoping states will do is create laws that will do that. Now, we're not saying that we endorse any specific piece of legislation or promote any specific piece of legislation. We're not lobbyists, so we're not trying to do that or anything like that. But uh, we do like, we, we are, we there are certain policies that we like. And when we see those policies, embedded in legislation, we're going to promote that and talk about that and talk about why that's really successful. So there is this revolutionary law in New Hampshire. You want to pull it up, Donnie, and, and kind of break down uh, the, the go to the paragraph that I talked about. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can actually see the legislation on um, our page and we'll link to it in the show notes. Well, but real quick. So somebody uh, alerted you to this, that there is like, you know, this, this pending legislation that's taking yeah. aim at some of the cornerstones of what makes the great reset work. Right. And you asked the, the people that are involved in this, like, how did, how did you even like, how did this get on your radar? The state lawmakers. Like, yeah. Yeah. They're like, uh, well, it was the work of you and, and Glenn Beck basically. So yeah. like the idea that, yeah. you know, this book is, is creating these ripples that are actually making an impact in the, in, in the States is pretty remarkable. So yeah, let's look at the legislation that we got here. So Justin, you supplied me a link. This is a, is it just proposed legislation? I don't know if it's pending or anything like that where it is. Yeah, in yeah. The it, no, it's a bill. It's a bill that's being formally introduced. Um, it's already been consolidated from a couple of other bills uh, into one bill. 
Um, we have someone who works with us at the Heartland Institute, uh, Betty Grandy, who's a former state lawmaker in and of herself in South, uh, North Dakota. Uh, she's going to be heading to New Hampshire to testify in favor of this legislation yeah. um, uh, this week. Probably before this video comes out, she'll actually have testified. Um, so Heartland is a big supporter of the policies that are embedded in this legislation. Um, so yeah, pull up that paragraph there on G1 All right, uh, yeah. so and read that. It says here, all banks and other financial institutions doing business in the state of New Hampshire, either directly or through the use of an outside contractor, shall not discriminate against nor advocate for or cause adverse treatment of any citizen or business in their business practices based on subjective or arbitrary standards, such as social media posts, par participation or membership in any clubs, associations or unions, etc., political affiliation, employer, or other social credit, environment, environmental, social, and governance, or similar values-based or impact criteria. No provision of this law shall interfere with a bank's or other financial institutions' ability to discontinue or refuse to conduct business with an individual account holder or potential customer uh, when such action is necessary for the physical safety of its employees. But you could see right there in this line 15, it specifically says environmental, social, and governance. Though right. that is ESG right there. Yeah, this is a great, this is actually a great bill because what it what it does is it it, it makes it very clear that what ESG is and all of its forms, because when it's the reason it's talking about clubs, associations, unions, political affiliation, social media posts, the reason membership, the reason it's talking about that is because one of the big fears that we have is that this environmental, social and governance this ESG system eventually will involve well, did you say something really nasty on social media at some point in time? Did you spread misinformation about COVID? Did yeah. you spread misinformation about election integrity or whatever? And then well, all of a sudden that can be used against you to prevent you from getting a loan for your business uh, or getting access to a bank account or whatever, or well, you'll have to pay even, a higher interest rate even, or whatever even, it is. Even beyond that, there has been a push lately in the last couple of years for banks to be a little bit more activist when it comes to who they're doing business with. So we've heard of, uh, you know, anecdotal evidence here and there about conservatives or people on the right side of the political aisle uh, being debanked. You know, yep. for just like a, a social media post of them saying something or something like yeah. that. ESG is the more extreme, has the most implications of all of this stuff. Yes. So maybe the genesis the more systematized version. Exactly. Yeah. So so for it to kind of cover all of these things is pretty interesting. I will. It's say. very, it's very, very interesting, and it and it's designed specifically with these concepts of the great reset and ESG in mind, it not only mentions ESG, but as, as Donnie said earlier, when I uh, reached out to the co-sponsors of the legislation, uh, including the primary co-sponsor and one of the lawmakers, who's the head of the legislative committee, that's going to be taking this up. Um, they told us flat out. Uh, one of them said flat out, uh, I, how did I learn about ESG? I first learned about it and I've done my homework since then, but I first learned about it from listening to Glenn Beck talk about ESG scores all the time on the radio, a big fan of Glenn Beck. I've listened to him for a long time. And 
on and on and on. Right. Um, so that's, I mean, pretty incredible in and of itself, because of course, Glenn and you and I have been working on this together since day one. Um, and then, and then the other person, the other individual, uh, lawmaker told me that, how did they hear about ESG? Well, they, they, they don't remember exactly when they started hearing about ESG, but they know that they first started getting concerned about it when they went to the International Conference on Climate Change hosted by the Heartland Institute in 2021 in Las Vegas. And they saw a presentation that I gave about ESG scores that drew heavily from about, it wasn't just about ESG scores, it's about the Great Reset, that drew heavily from the book that you and I worked with Glenn on and had been, and it was, by that time it was complete, I think, at that point it was 100% sure. finalized by yeah. that point. So, I mean, all of this stuff, this information has reached lawmakers who are now using that information to inform the decisions that they're making in a, in a positive way. It's having a real impact. And if this law could, it's not a law yet, but if it becomes a law in New Hampshire, which is run entirely by Republicans, by the way, um, if this law, if this bill becomes a law in New Hampshire, if this becomes a law elsewhere in other states across the country, this could become a movement amongst right. people on the right to stop ESG scores from spreading because it will make it very hard for financial institutions and banks to go along with this stuff. And if they don't go along with it, it basically will die. Right. Um, so that's the primary driving factor behind well, it. If we can do that, we have a chance of stopping the Great Reset, I think. Yeah, and, and just kind of like a, you know, a little behind the scenes when it comes to state legislatures and stuff, there are concepts of like... Uh, uh, like template bills, what do they call it? There's a specific term for model it. legislation, model legislation, where it's like, okay, this, this legislation was proposed and enacted in this state's doing well. Um, we can just switch out the state names and essentially pass it in our state. So if this just sets the, the table for, uh, sets the precedent for this type of legislation and we get, Texas and, and Georgia and Alabama and, you know, a whole bunch of other states that also run with this, this thing can snowball and this could become yeah. a huge development with the fight against the great right. reset. So right, anyone that's we... watching this and, you know, they want to forward on, uh, you know, this piece of legislation to their, you know, state lawmakers and say, Hey, maybe you should start considering some stuff like this again, that could have some pretty huge impacts. Yeah, without without a doubt, what I would love to do, and at some point we need to talk to Glenn about doing this, is build a a movement toward you know people asking their lawmakers, what are you doing about this issue, you know, and, and yes, directing them to legislation that's been proposed before, hopefully that's been passed at some point in time, either in New Hampshire or elsewhere. I've heard a rumor. I don't. I've not confirmed this yet, but I did hear from someone that. Wyoming might also be considering legislation soon that's similar to this. Um, but what are you doing uh, about this problem? I mean, right. ask your lawmaker, do you even know what this is? Do you even know what the Great Reset is? Do you know what ESG scores are? Do you know that this is a form of discrimination, as this bill points out? It is a form of discrimination. It's systematized discrimination. Uh, because these are all legal businesses. These are all right. legal business practices that we're talking about here. We're not talking about banks denying people loans because they're involved in something illegal. We're talking about banks denying people loans because they don't like something about that yeah, business. Because of these arbitrary, be arbitrary ESG metrics. That's you know? right. That And they are arbitrary. How? What is the right amount of plastic use? 
<laughs> like we don't like who gets to decide that. Yeah. I mean, I, that, how do you how do you weight a metric trying to limit the amount of carbon footprint yeah. to the ratio of ethnicities in your board? How, how do those things how, compare? Exactly. It's, I mean, how many? What is the right rate? I've used this example before. This is li this is literally part of ESG. What is the right ratio of Asian to Hispanic workers? <laughs> like, what is it exactly? Right. And and what is an Asian exactly? I mean, does Indian count as Asian or is that not part of it? How many how many people from Bangladesh do you have working at your company? Is it the right number? How do we know what that right number is? I mean, I understand broadly what they're going for but when you actually start applying these things you end up with absurdities yeah. and you end up with arbitrary basically it's just all about power and wealth and control i mean that's really right. what this is ultimately right. about and that's why we're so opposed to it it's and not because we don't want diverse workforces it's because we don't want central planning and, and we don't how, want to centralize wealth and power in the hands of a few people. Right. And that's what the Great Reset really is all about. And how poetic would it be for such like a top-down thing like the Great Reset to be combated by a ground-up movement? So for this to be kind of led by like a state is is just perfect. It's absolutely yeah. perfect. And, but and by the way, New Hampshire, um, it's all since you just mentioned that this theme of bottom up versus top down. New Hampshire is uh, very well known amongst people who follow, you know, who are sort of political science nerds for being a citizen legislature uh, because the the people who run for office in state legislature in New Hampshire make basically no money. I think they get $2,500 a year or something like that. Uh, they get very little money. And there's 400 people in the lower house of the New Hampshire legislature. It's something like 400 people in a state that has what less than 2 million. So you're talking about, they have better representation by far in the state of New Hampshire. It's one of the largest state legislatures in the entire, one of the largest legislatures mm -hmm. in the world of any democracy when you factor in population size. So these are regular people and notice when regular people have power, what do they do with it? They say, we don't want centralizing control and power in the hands. Yeah, when you get Congress, you have 435 people representing 330 million. They're all about centralizing wealth and power. So if we want to fight back, we have to do it at the grassroots level. It's not going to happen at a top-down approach because those people have all the power and the Great Reset gives them even more right. power. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So uh, as I said, basically at the end of any video where we're talking about the Great Reset, these are going to be topics that we're going to be covering on the show for the next several months, probably years. So uh, in addition to just saying that if you're interested in this stuff, stay tuned to the, what we've got to say about it. I will say that if you want to be able to kind of stay uh, in the conversation, you need to get this book. Uh, this is The Great Reset. Joe Biden and the Rise of 21st Century Fascism. Do what you can to get this book, uh, whether it's scouring every bookstore between here <laughs> and the next town over, because it, it's currently very difficult to obtain, but um, very important stuff, chock full of information that you will need to basically stay a part of the conversation. But Justin, any last words, wisdom, or anything you want to get off your chest before we sign off for the day? Just buy the book.
find a find a way to buy the book check local booksellers you might you might be able to find it with an independent bookseller or buy the kindle version you could have it right now at your fingertips absolutely fantastic all right well thank you all for tuning into this episode of justin and donald save america please subscribe uh write a comment hit that like button share this content content all things that you could do to help us get this message to more and more people also if you uh want you can go over to stopping socialism tv also on youtube where we put a lot of content on there also a lot of content on the associated website stopping socialism.com you could also find most of that content shared across various social media whether it's facebook stopping socialism uh twitter we have a getter account I don't know. Uh, if you look hard enough, you will find our stuff. Justin, where can the fine people find you? At Justin T. Haskins on Facebook, Socialist Twitter, Getter, Parlor, and all the rest. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. 